Good evening, everyone. Welcome to episode 29 of Enough is Enough. Now, I've digested a lot of things that have gone on since last Saturday, okay? This episode is going to address my thoughts on the Colin Kaepernick situation. Okay, I've been hearing a lot of things lately, a lot of things going on. Okay, my take is this. First off, we are in an era where every athlete is learning to control their own narrative. That was the whole reason of a place called the Players' Tribune. So athletes, You know, Derek Jeter, heads up, by the way, Derek Jeter, great job of getting in on that early, is a great place for athletes to control their own narrative by writing their own pieces or getting with a media member, you know, that that they prefer that can put their story out and and put their own story out. Because what was happening was for years... The narrative was controlled by the media, whether they like you, whether they not, whether this, whether that. It was controlled by organizations and the media. Now players are controlling it, just like LeBron James introduced player movement, player control. I don't have to go to upper management and request a trade and hope they trade me to somebody that I hopefully like. Now, I can tell these guys I'm not re-signing. Y'all can trade me and get get something from me or y'all can let my contract go out and I'm going to leave. And then when I do leave, I'm interviewing you, Mr. Billionaire, to see if your businesses run tight what do you have in store for this for this team what are your plans i'm not blindly going somewhere hoping that y'all will do something and i'm not going to resign with a team and hope that y'all are doing something that's in the best interest of what my plans are for my career LeBron James brought that in and put pressure on companies to perform like they expect him to perform. I'm only going to sign a two-year deal with a third-year player option. Yeah, that's right. Y'all got two years to get your act together. And then when I'm really slow rolling it, I'm going to sign a two-year deal with the player option after one year. Not now is real high. Now, what you're seeing There's a lot of pushback. You know why? Because let me tell you something. White billionaires don't like to be told what to do. Especially not by the hands that they're paying. Okay? Just put it out there. Just say it what it is. So now, LeBron has changed the landscape of athletes, especially in baseball, more in basketball because the contracts aren't for so long like baseball, 
but they are guaranteed. So now I know I can go somewhere and make 40 mil a year. Now I only got to do that for two years. I don't got to do that for that for, for, for that long. And I already got money. Or I'm a guy like Jason Har- uh, James Harden, who I signed a $200 million deal. Now, huh, you know, that's guaranteed. Y'all boys going to have to. No, we got to get some things going. So now this brings me back to Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick decided to control the narrative. A lot of people are trying to say what Colin Kaepernick should have done. And honestly, I think he couldn't have played it any better. And I'm going to tell you why. The main reason I feel that is because the NFL tried to slide in a waiver. And they knew what they were doing, right? Okay, so let me lay this out for you. They have no contact with Kaepernick and his representatives for over a year. They drop out of nowhere on Tuesday. You guys are going to have a workout. Not would you like, not would you guys like to have a workout and let get back to us. It is no, you're having a workout Saturday. You have two hours to let us know if you're in or you're out. Okay, okay, now let me add this on there. Okay, so we're not going to tell you who's going to be there. We're not going to tell you who you're throwing to. We're not going to tell you uh, who's coordinating this. And we want you to sign a waiver which when you get down into the literature, the waiver is going to say, we do not want any counter lawsuits for collusion. Oh yeah, by the way, you can't even record it with your own stuff. I know we want to, I know we said we, you know, you know, you want transparency, but we're not going to let you even record. We're going to let any media there where the media is there for every workout. For anybody. We're not going to, we don't want any of that happening. Now, you tell me what part of that is advantageous for the athlete. If it was really about Colin Kaepernick being able to put his best foot forward. You would have gave him a heads up. You would have let him pick his receivers. You let him pick his quarterback coach who maybe he's been working with and and, and put together a a, a great combine-like type workout to where, hey, we've got stuff scripted. What do y'all want to see? Of course we'll let you film. Why not? Why wouldn't we let you film? We're filming, so why wouldn't we let you film? And we're not going to try to slide in some collusion, some no more collusion. And we're all doing this because no owner has the balls enough to just bring you in for a workout. That's the travesty. He never got brought in for a workout. Only because you bring somebody in for a workout doesn't mean 
you know, you're looking to sign them doesn't mean you're going to sign them. It strictly means I just want to see what's there. So anybody that's worried about their fan base losing money, you didn't you, you, you didn't sign the guy. If anything, you could have brought him in, saw the climate of your fan base, saw what was going on, and then made a decision there. But I mean, for him not to even get called in just to say, hey, let me work you out, let me talk to you, let me interview to see what's going on, and then we'll just make a decision. We don't got to offer you a contract. There's nothing in the rules that say... You need to get offered a contract. Then I'm confused. What's the real issue here? I guarantee if the NFL would not have had the collusion in the waiver, he probably would have done the workout where he was supposed to. And also, what he did was he controlled. Who really wants me? Who really wants to see me? I'm going to go somewhere, you know, 40 minutes, 50 minutes away. And if some team still comes, then I know those guys really wanted to see me. So, yeah, only eight came, but those were probably the eight that really wanted to see him. For whatever reason, doing their due diligence. But what he didn't want... was for somebody else to control the narrative. That's been the problem. It's controlling what story is put out. Now, a lot of people are talking about his Kunta Kinte shirt. Well, you tell me. I think the realest statement made Regarding the NFL was by Martellus Bennett. They said what it, they were doing an interview a couple years ago with the with the Bennett brothers, and they said they were doing a quick fire of, "Hey, I'm gonna say this. What what popped into your mind?" They said NFL. And I think Martellus said niggas Felice. So I'm gonna tell you right now. Yeah, he wore the Kunta Kinte shirt. That 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 was that was for a reason. Because, like I've told many people I've argued with on Facebook, on Instagram, whatever, name me one white quarterback that had a four to one touchdown to interception ratio and didn't have a job the next year. I'll wait for you to find that guy because you won't. If they're picking up Matt Moore that's been out of football and coaching his old high school for two years and bring him back in for Kansas City and not bring a guy who's led a team to the Super Bowl, then what are we talking here? How does Jason Peterman keep getting a job? I mean, let's just be real here. You know, I, I've said on, on, on my IGTV channel to, at Two Rules Fitness, you got to understand the difference between hate and truth. Truth is truth. Can't debate that. You cannot tell me if there is 64 quarterbacks 
in the NFL, 64 jobs in the world, that Colin Kaepernick isn't one of them. You can't, you can't tell me that. And shoot, 32 of those guys start. And honestly, you probably can't tell me that he's not in the 32 to start. All he did was have a simple, quiet protest. And you know what? I think I think the country has gotten better in the last three years for that. Because it forced one side to talk about what they do not want to talk about. There's nothing. Trust me. I grew up. All y'all that don't know about Allen, Texas, look at the, the demographic, even nowadays. The demographic hasn't changed. We just doubled the amount of people. That is one thing that will get white people upset is talking about race matters, race relations, because they're not comfortable talking about that. Because they never talk about it. They never talk about it. When they're out with their friends, they're never talking about, they never have to, because they never have to say, hey, this happened to me, I got pulled over for no reason. Hey, this happened to me, blah, blah, blah. They never have to talk about it. So, So if you never have to talk about it, and then you have to talk about it, and it's not something you're prepared to talk about, or something you can't relate to, you're going to get defensive. So when police brutality came up, what happened? People were, people were saying, I, I, I never see that. Well, of course you're not going to see it. I don't see uh, all of the racism. He's talking about. Of course you don't see it. I hung out with white people. I hung out with black people. I hung out with everybody. You know what they used to call me? Token. I'm at a house party. I'm the only black dude at the house party. So if they didn't see racism towards me, when were they going to see racism? When was it going to be blatant in their face where they got denied something because of the color of their skin? They weren't. So at this point, it's just being. I don't even want to say naive. I don't even want to say ignorant because there's too many social media platform, there's there's too many platforms around to where you can't just say, I didn't know. No, you chose not to know. Okay, that's like a person that chooses to be where they're at and doesn't want to get wiser or more or get more education. If there's books out there for you to read and you choose not to read it, then you choose you choose where you're at. If you really cared about race relations, then you would do more research instead of just watching Fox News and knowing everything there is to know about politics. Politics isn't helping uh, our race relations out. It isn't helping discrimination in this country. So none of this would have been brought up and been at the forefront if it wasn't for Colin Kaepernick. And I have to commend Colin Kaepernick for talking for talking with a a green beret and getting all of this 
set up. I'm trying to figure out still how is he disrespecting the military when a Green Beret was the one who told him, take a knee, brother. He was sitting on the bench at first, and then he reached out and said, how else can I do this? This is, And the guy said, yo, man, <clears throat> don't sit down. That's disrespectful. But a way you can you can honor our fallen and still get your point across is to take a knee. Because that is how a flag is presented, folded to a fallen soldier. So he took a knee. And he's been taking a knee. That first interview he had, after it became a story, he has not wavered from that. He said, in that, I did not do this to, to, for, for the disrespect minister. I did not do this for this. I did it for people of color who are getting the short end of the sticker on police brutality. That is why he did it. And the white people who are defensive turn it into military. When the country's built on protests and things of that nature, how's he disrespecting the military when they're the ones fighting for those freedoms? They, they fought so he could have the right to do that. That's why there's a lot of military people who aren't seeing a big deal with that. So I'm just confused with this whole thing, okay? I'm confused how he made anything worse for himself when all he did was take control of his own narrative. He threw the ball well. Scout said elite arm strength. So there's been a quarterback with elite arm strength that has taken the team to the Super Bowl and was one play away from winning it. And he can't get a job. He can't get a backup job. He can't get an honest shot to compete when teams are tanking for guys in college who don't know if they're even going to be good. That's the real reason why he's not getting a job. It's because he's like a Florida State Seminole. He's untamed. They do not want the enlightenment to happen. They do not want the enlightenment to happen. Because do not let a brother get in front of some other cats and enlighten them with things that maybe they weren't enlightened to before. Oh, the owner doesn't want the mutiny on the ship. That's not what he wants. Cap should have a job. Coming in the next training camp, Cap should be given a, a, a chance to do something or, or just be a backup. I think he already said he wasn't going to kneel anymore. Leading into that next season, he wasn't going to kneel anymore. So kneeling, I don't think is going to be an issue. So I'm still trying to not, 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 not understanding why. He's not getting another shot. And I'm still not understanding why people are getting, are still upset with him. It makes no sense. 
I feel that everything he did to control his narrative was great. I don't feel like he did anything wrong outside of take control. And I think it's very simple for the NFL. The NFL could have very easily did what they wanted to do on that end. All they had to do was let him videotape and keep the collusion out. That's that's the only thing that seemed to control the whole thing, seemed to stop it. And he did what he wanted to do. He took it back. So I feel that Colin Kaepernick did an excellent job of controlling his life story. Everybody picking at him. Hey, you can have your opinion. But mine is that he did an excellent job of controlling his own story. Controlling how it was presented. That's my take on the subject matter. I think I think one of your own story told is something to be commended, especially nowadays when a lot of things are fake. And I think he's just not fake. I think he did a great job. You tell your story. Others tell theirs. You should be allowed to tell yours. been another episode of enough is enough and by the way Stephen A makes no sense <laughs>